Hey, what's up, you guys? My name's Shay. My name is Esther. My name is Sada. And welcome to the first edition of the Dear Abby podcast. Where we give you advice. If any of you are interested in making a podcast or joining this class, swing by room 2342 and talk to any of us or Mr. Wyman. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about disconnected friendships, advice for first dates, and how to leave an ex in the past. So we actually started off by posting a tell on me on our Instagrams, and we asked people for advice on anything and everything. So we had one user ask, uh, do you have any advice for first dates? Thoughts? Okay, so I think most of us here have like experienced a first date. I mean, obviously all of us in this room have. Yeah. Um, I think we all have like an awkward first date story. Like, I think we should start off there and then we can like talk about the rest. So, okay. So one time I, my very first date, I think I was in fourth grade. Um, they, fourth grade? Yeah. Um, they had asked me if I wanted to go to the movies. And in my head, I was like, yeah, I would love to go to the movies with you. Um, turns out both of our parents went, both sets of our parents. So like my mom, my dad, his dad, no. his mom. And it was in the movies. And my mom, my brother, my dad, they all sat together with me and this guy. And then his parents sat like two rows in front of us. And he dropped his popcorn and like scooped it under the seat. At and least was, his parents like sat two rows in front of me and not like yeah. let next to your parents. Like and the whole movie, they were just privacy. like, hey guys, how's your first day? Yeah, <laughs> no, it was probably so awkward. I think we were watching like some, no, we were watching that one fairy movie. Tinkerbell? No, it was like in, I don't even know what it was called, but I remember there specifically being fairies. Dude, what? You I were in like know. fourth grade, this dude drops the popcorn under the seat and just shuffles it under there? Yeah, and now that I work at a movie theater, I'm like, wow, bro, I would have hated that kid. Okay, but like, his, your mom was like sitting next to him, like looking at him probably the whole time, like, mm, he just dropped the popcorn <laughs> that I paid for, like what's happening? No, um, literally, I don't know, it was really awkward and never want to go back to that time in my life. Okay. Uh, anyway. Okay. Yeah, like like what about you, Esther? Do you have any like first date stories? Um I would say my okay, my most awkward date I've been on. It was only awkward because he was so nervous and shy, <laughs> which is cute and stuff. But like I, hold your hand, you know what I mean? Like yeah, like, like he, grab it. Yeah. Like <laughs> I like stepped next to him and like he like stepped back. Oh no. Yeah, it was it was bad. But I would say like my biggest piece of advice to anyone for first dates would be just have confidence and yeah. just like be and don't drop the it. popcorn. Don't drop your popcorn at movie theater. <laughs> All right, let it go, guys. Um, <laughs> I think like, oh man, my first date was at Skate World, uh, which is kind of funny because my current boyfriend like works at Skate World. It's kind of full circle like that. Yeah. Um, we went to Skate World and I remember I was like, I dressed like Freddy Cougar and I thought I looked really cool because I had like a slick back <laughs> ponytail. Uh, I was in sixth grade and it was so funny um, because like we got there and he, he went up to the DJ booth and he was like, hey, I, I have a song that I want you guys to play. And it was a uh, Let Her Go by Passenger. <laughs> and I remember that we skated around the skating rink and we listened to that. And looking back on it, it was the most cringe thing I've ever done in my entire life. Um, but you know, at the time, <laughs> I think it uh, I think it lives up with the uh, the movie theater thing. Yeah, you know did you I mean? um, did you feel like a main character in that moment? Oh, absolutely. Um, I was wearing you know the Freddy Krueger shirt and I had my hair slicked back and we were skating around and holding hands together. My sixth grade self, who was what like like twelve or thirteen at the time, heart was fluttering, butterflies oh. in my stomach. Also, I fell during that thing. <laughs> right, um, I did fall. He was wobbling. Did he catch hard. you? 
no least. he did not catch me i had to pick myself up <laughs> on the floor so that's how that first date went um no honestly any advice i'd probably give them is just to like Take a deep breath and just remember that at the end of the day, you guys are both probably nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, you probably don't know what's going on. Realistically, you're not going to know each other that well. So just trying to like have take fun. a step back, have fun and just like enjoy the moment and just like don't make you don't make yourself like psyched out at, about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just like it's yeah. going to be OK. Just remember, like at the end of the day, everything is going to turn out well. Everything's yeah. going to be fine. I think the best advice for like a first date that I can think of is be comfortable, like be yourself. Don't try to be somebody else because honestly, they'll be able to see through that. Yeah. They'll be able to see through that. And like you're putting up a front Mm -hmm. to somebody that you want to get personal with. You know what I'm saying? Like, why would you want to do that to somebody um, that is going to get to know you eventually anyway? Mm -hmm. So I think it's all about just having confidence and being comfortable with one another, you know, deciding to, to do that. I think that's the best. At the end of the day, if it's a bad first date, it's it's okay it's a first date dude and another thing is to just have fun like first dates are supposed to be awkward they're supposed to be like oh absolutely just try to have fun what's your guys's ideal first date like where would you want to go um with my current boyfriend we went to like mama mia's on our first date that was the best like i think that you should go somewhere inexpensive but that's like kind of nice it has character you know what about you guys um we went downtown and oh. we went ice skating. Oh my god, and that was really fun! And then we went to Saltgrass after, which is dude. Really fun. Okay, yeah. okay, that's my ideal first date. I'm feeling that. Let's screw the low key. Um, no. So my first date with my current boyfriend, we actually like went to this kind of like pier type thing, and we were like looking at the water, and it was Ooh. really fun. And we were, like we spent there like all day. Mm-hmm. We're just hanging out and then it got like dark and like my parents were there but they weren't like really like with us mm-hmm. like, we had just okay. like, kind of separated mm-hmm. um and so we were like laying down on these like rocks and like looking at the stars That's and so romantic. i remember like me like pointing out the constellations to him and he like looked over to me and it was like oh all right it's like it's the virgo <laughs> in her guys she's like she's a virgo so obviously she had to point out the constellations in sky <laughs> obviously you know like, no, that no, that's kind of cute i like that is whatever. really cute that's really cute <laughs> um no so i think that's i i like that i i I think that we all gave solid advice for first dates um i think that as a guy or a girl have confidence like try to go after one another you're there you both said yes you know there's that Mm -hmm. with your current boyfriend you actually went after him right i did um guys don't like to ask for my phone number so i uh every relationship that i've ever been in i had to pursue it but you know what i just think it's i'm i'm too intimidating i think that's what it is <laughs> 1000 yeah aura is it's just, just i mean that's what my boyfriend says he was just like i just i was so intimidated and in love already that i couldn't approach you so that's what happened um anyway i think that this is a good segue uh Into for kind of a less uh, for kind of a less uh less good topic um one user asked on our tell on me which by the way tell on me is like an anonymous app that you can give and we were just like hey do you guys have anything that you want to give us advice like that you want us to you know give you advice over and they were like how can i leave my ex in the past how do i do that Mm. block him burn his stuff girl girl girl. oh quickly um, about esther if you ask her anything about like leaving a boy in the past (laughs) immediately she's gonna tell you burn burn his stuff like i'm serious she's gonna tell you to take his hoodie and like rip it up one thousand percent she's got some past trauma (laughs) cleanse yourself of them um no so my one of my like most um kind of serious relationships mm-hmm. were like two or so years ago mm-hmm. and it took me a little while to like be able to like leave him behind 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think especially because it was like my first like real thing, like first yeah. guy I was ever like truly in love with. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of it just took me like having to realize that, hey, maybe I am better without him. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, and a lot of it was just like kind of like self-growth to realize that mm-hmm. I didn't need him to yeah. make myself feel whole. No, yeah, for sure. I think that the biggest advice that I can give you for leaving an ex in the past is to accept that um, what happened happened and you guys were in love. And I, I'm a full, like wholehearted believer in the fact that if you love somebody, you're going to love them forever. I agree. But that love evolves and changes and turns. And when I say that you're going to love them forever, you're going to love the version of that person that you got to know, that you got to love. Um, but sometimes people change. Sometimes you turn into a different person. Sometimes they turn into a different person. And that's not a bad thing. I think it's just about accepting the fact that you two are different people. Yeah, like, leaving an ex on the past, like, a lot of that comes from, like, in, like, internal. Like, you have to, like, learn to, like, be now, like, in love with yourself. Absolutely. And, like, like self-growth and all of that stuff. And you have to, like, like accept that it didn't work out. And, like, sometimes a lot of people, like, they want to look for closure mm-hmm. and stuff and, like, want to turn back. But, like, you just have to remember to keep like, going forward and just keep living, like, every day. Yeah. And like, that's for, like, that's for men and women. You yeah. Know? Like, I see, yeah, I see a bunch of, like, boys. It doesn't really, like, in my opinion, it doesn't hit them until later. Yeah. yeah. 1,000%. And so I think it, it's all about them accepting the fact mm. that, like, they have to get over this and they yeah. have to, like, accept that they're a different person now. Yeah. Um, but girls, it, like, hits you right when, like, right, right when after the break Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, no, so, like, I have, like, a couple friends even now that are going through, like, sort of, like, a weird breakup kind of phase. Mm-hmm. And one of my most recent ones, like, she was just talking about how she was just trying to like figure out like what went wrong mm-hmm. and i was just trying to like like explain to her that like you're never gonna genuinely know what went wrong because mm-hmm. you're never gonna be yeah. able to read his mind you're mm-hmm. never gonna like be able to figure it out completely mm-hmm. and it sucks because i know that like deep down i feel like she, or she thinks that she's never gonna be able to heal really mm-hmm. if she doesn't like figure it out which like really sucks because it's like you don't have to figure it out yeah. because it's like it's never like solely your fault or their yeah. fault. It's always just like a mutual thing. Well, and I hate whenever like you go to ask other people for advice, like especially older people that you're yeah. like, you are you love and you rely on or whatever, like your mom or, you know, a teacher, not a teacher in this case, but like anybody else. <laughs> and you're like, hey, like I'm going through this and I'm really feeling it. And they're like, oh, well, you're like, you're so young. Like it doesn't yes. really matter. And I'm like, exactly. bro, like, it matters to me right now. Exactly. I'm like, bro, it matters. One of, one of my friend's mom, like, one of my best friend's mom, she once told me that, like, oh, like, whenever you're, like, young, like, when you're a teenager and you're going through all these, like, things and you think it's the end of the world, it's because you haven't experienced this before, like, your first breakup, like, your first yeah. love. So you don't have the tools to deal with this. So you don't know how to deal with it. So it does. That's why it feels like the end of the world. And that's why it's so important. You have yeah. to live through these things. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and, like, just look at, like, I like to look at, like, certain things like these, like, as learning experiences, like, mm-hmm. so for the future, because, like, yeah, like that person, like that ex you're leaving in the past is like, now it's just like a chapter in your story. Yeah, yeah. because I mean, like, I mean, I've only had one breakup, but like that was really hard for me. It was a really hard, mm-hmm. um, it was a really hard thing to go through, but I've gotten to a point or I got to a point pretty, sh- pretty quickly after whenever I accepted the fact that like, sometimes things just don't work out and yeah. just because it didn't work out then doesn't mean it wasn't real it doesn't mean it didn't matter it just means that and it doesn't to, mean yeah. that there's anything wrong with you. No, 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 there's nothing wrong with you if yeah. something doesn't work out. I think that uh, a lot of times, like, you read up on, like, exes and, and, like, teenagers and stuff like that. And like we said, the whole the whole thing with, like, adults viewing it as not important is wrong, in my opinion. I think mm-hmm. that it's important to you and that's all that matters. So I think that you need to just love yourself and heal and then get right back at it, you know? Yeah. 
I think that we need to move on to our sponsorship, which is kind of like an awkward segue, <laughs> but I, I think it's time. I think we got to move on. So uh, here we go. This episode and every episode is sponsored by Deer Park's journalism program. The class is split into two sections, one being news and media, where we collaborate to make podcasts, magazines, and dabble in a bit of graphic design. While the other class is yearbook, which designs the yearbook and photographs school events. Talk to your school's counselor or Mr. Wyman himself in room 2342. It's above the pool, if you guys are wondering, uh, about being in our programs. I'd love to see you here. Honestly, I love being in journalism. I love having mm-hmm. the opportunity to make a magazine. I love having the opportunity to make a podcast. And I think yeah. that all of you would benefit from yeah. stopping by and talking to us and seeing what you're interested in. It's uh, definitely like an amazing class with amazing people and a great teacher. And you'll really learn a lot with like a lot of skills that you can take with you forever. Yeah. Also, you get a lot of freedom in this class, yeah. like freedom to grow, freedom yeah. to create. Freedom to be like creative, like imaginative. Yeah, or create a three-panel podcast and sit here with your best friends and talk about things. <laughs> for, uh, you know. Hey. Okay, so with that being said, uh, so so um, actually, we're gonna get back into the deeper topic a little bit, kind of what we centered our whole podcast around this episode. Uh, So one user asked, "I feel insecure in my friend group because my other friends have known each other for longer and sometimes leave me out on personal things." Any advice? Ooh, Ooh. Uh, I think it's similar to the other topics that we were talking about. Everybody goes on a first date. Everybody has an ex. You know, everyone gets left by their friends yeah well like everybody feels left out at some point in their life you know that's really that's really it um i mean i think that all of us here can like elaborate a little bit more Mm -hmm. i mean even so because like so me and shaley like we've been friends since like fourth grade Um, yeah og (laughs) and obviously it's not um surprising to be like yeah we kind of drifted apart and then found our way back to each other Mm um i moved to north carolina in seventh grade and so it was like kind of hard for us to kind of like keep that contact because we were like 13 14 years old Mm. um and so a lot of the times like i would remember just trying to like um like kind of like talk to her and like like fill her in in my life and like she'd just be like busy or like we had like a time difference stuff like Mm. that and so i do remember like kind of feeling like a little bit left out in the sense that like i didn't know what was going on in her life yeah Mm -hmm. and it was really weird because like that was like my best friend well it's that and then whenever she came back it was like um i think it's similar to what you're experiencing you have a whole like a whole new friend group if you have a lot of friends that are like you're trying to move into being friends with someone and whenever she came back i was friends with a bunch of different people that she wasn't and it was this like feeling of her being left out because i had like not moved on but like made other people you know but also it's it's about growing into the fact that you're going to have different friends and your best friends are going to have different friends and you and have to accept okay. that. And that's yeah. okay, yeah. And it doesn't mean they don't love you and it doesn't mean they don't like hanging out with you, but sometimes that's just life. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like, I also, oh, sorry. I also think that a lot of times um, friend groups don't try to purposefully leave you mm-hmm. out. I think like sometimes it's just like, accidentally happens and they're not realizing that they're making you feel this way and if they are like the best course of action is to talk to them and be like hey you guys like i feel like i'm really being left out like whenever you guys do whatever it is they're doing to make you feel left out Mm -hmm. and if they really love you and if they're really your friends they'll take that into consideration and they'll like try to like make you feel more included absolutely i think a part of being in a friend group is the fact that you have support like that's Mm -hmm. the whole point of being in a friend group Mm -hmm. is them supporting you and a lot of the time, like, it's just, they have to get to know you a little bit more before they start talking to you about their personal yeah. lives. Because, yeah. I mean, with me, I'm very, I feel like I would say I'm very hard to open up to people, but it takes a little bit of time and then I'll get there. 
But it, I mean, you just got to give them time. You know, a lot of people function differently. Mm-hmm. I think it's just about accepting that you're a different person and that they're different people. And it's just going to take a second for them to come around. But if they're really your friends, they will come around. And mm-hmm. if you express the fact that you're feeling left out to them, mm-hmm. they should do something about that or let you know why. I think that's the mark of a good friend. Yeah. And if they've been friends for a lot longer than you've been friends with them, it might take a second to build that same trust that they already have like pre-established. Before yeah, absolutely. Um, so we actually posted this question on our Instagrams to kind of get um, some kind of peer advice going to kind yeah, of- Yeah, absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. Like gauge a, almost like an understanding amongst like our viewers and our listeners and stuff like that. Um, so one of our viewers said- um, cry, but then try and make a more one-on-one connections with a few people in the friend group. Like, go eat to build a good foundation for better overall friend group, and eventually you can address the feeling of being purposely left out. Ooh, that was good. good. Yeah, I think that was pretty solid advice. Mm-hmm. I like the, I like how they had said to kind of, like, f- like go do something as a group or kind of, like, find um, some friends within the group to get really close to, so maybe yeah. you can, like, build that foundation with the whole the group as a whole. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's just about building a connection and staying connected to people mm-hmm. so that you don't feel or they don't feel that you're, you know, a distance from them. Yeah. yeah. But it's also their job. It needs to be 50 um, 50 because you have to be putting in effort. And if you express the fact that you think that you're putting in too much effort or you're putting in more effort than they are and they don't do anything to fix it, then maybe it's time to just, uh, you know, try to find a different friend group. Uh, one user actually said, just try to insert yourself. If they're your friends, they're happy to have you. And I think that's pretty fair to say, like, if they enjoy your company, they're going to be happy to have you around. Mm -hmm. That also, I feel like, goes hand in hand with them, like, not purposefully leaving you out. Mm -hmm. They're just trying to, like, uh, either, like, thinking you're busy or thinking that, like, you have, Mm -hmm. like, things going on. Like, I feel like a lot of the times people just kind of assume things rather than asking. Yes. And if you feel like you're being left out, like, something you could do is, like, take more initiative and, like, make plans and like create the plans and say hey like you guys like we should do this on this day yeah Yeah. absolutely uh being part of a friend group means that you know your friends should have similar interests to you or Mm -hmm. they should be trying to connect with you in in some form or fashion Mm -hmm. um i think trying to create plans with people is a great way to get closer to them Mm -hmm. yeah um like even recently like i so okay so i have some like friends in this um organization that i'm in Mm -hmm. and we uh like at the end of like this thing that we were doing, we and they ended up going to dinner and I had asked them if they were going anywhere. And I asked them if they were going to a specific place that some other people in the same organization were going to. And they were like, no, but then they kind of like left it at that. Mm. Um, and then I found out later that they actually went to go get dinner somewhere else. Ooh. And I feel like they didn't realize that like, I was like, hey, do you guys have plan- plans after this? You want to go do something? Um, and then... So you felt left out almost. Yeah, a little bit. But mm-hmm. then I had to like realize I have a good friend. Like I have good friends and mm-hmm. I don't think that they like thought anything of it. Yeah. Anything I think like they that. just thought that I had like things afterwards or I was going to the place that yeah. the same people, the other people were going yeah. to. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, sometimes it's just like a miscommunication. Yeah, for sure. There's also a thing of like, I get this way. It's really bad, actually. Um, whenever I'm alone for too long, like if I'm not with my boyfriend or if I'm not around my friends or if I'm not texting someone, like making me feel validated, mm-hmm. I feel like they're pushing me away when in reality they're not. Like they're treating me the same way they always have, but mm-hmm. I just feel that I'm being left out when I just like, I, I don't know. It's like, so I feel like, but a lot of people can relate to it. It's just that like when you're sitting alone in your room or you're like watching TV by yourself 
and you're just like thinking about it, it's really easy to let yourself feel insecure or feel like people don't care about you or don't love you or don't want to be around you, but that's not the case at all. Um, You know, there are people that want to be around you. There are people that love you. Your friends love you. They want to be around you. I think it's just, it's, if you feel that way, maybe address it with them, but also think about it a little bit yourself. Be like, look, are they making me feel this way? Or am I feeling this way because of X, Y, and Z? You know, I think it's about like personally addressing it, but also understanding where they're coming from. Like sometimes I get like, even my best friend like really knows this. Like I get like this insecurity that like, like oh like I'm not her best friend like in every yeah. one of my relationships I'm like everyone's like second choice third choice mm. like that type of thing and it Felt makes me really that. insecure and like sometimes I'll like think like that I don't get really in my own head and I'll like cry and stuff but then I have to like really take a step back and I have to think like is this like my is this really happening or is this really my own insecurity mm. and it's something I've like really been trying to work on and stuff yeah um oh my god feeling like a second choice yes I, I've always like at some point in my life or any friend group that I'm in or any friendship that I'm in, I always feel like a second choice, Mm -hmm. but I have to register that. Like I feel that way in many situations. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I've had a lot of necessarily because you are like a second choice. No, no, no. Because it's like, like your brain is convincing you to like think that. Yeah. But it's also like, sometimes people can find themselves in like past situations where they were a second choice. You know what I mean? And then you're like every friendship or every relationship after that, you have to like realize that, you're not their second choice. Mm-hmm. That just happened one time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you, it's not going to be like that. Yeah. No, I have this, like, bad habit of needing to be surrounded by people consistently. Yeah. Or yes. I so, like, make yourself really feel validated. Sad. It's yeah. so yeah. bad. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, I think that the moral of the story here is that everybody goes through this. Everybody has yeah. this feeling mm-hmm. at one point or another. Whether it be true, whether it be insecurity, mm-hmm. we all understand that. There are people around you every day that sympathize with that. But there are people out here that love you. I love you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't don't even know who you are. I don't know who you are, but I love you anyway. I love you. Like, come on. If if you're watching this podcast, I love you. Yeah. Love, rate the podcast. Okay. Yeah. Um, Okay, so I think we're going to move into our final question. And I think this is actually- the most important topic. Uh, yeah, yeah, actually, honestly, the most important topic on this entire podcast. I know that we said the last one was <laughs> what it was centered on, but I lied. This is the, the real deal. Okay, you guys ready? I'm ready. Pete or Kanye? Pete oh. Davidson or Kanye West? I Here's the thing. I In my gut, I want to say Pete. Oh, you know but what I mean? team yeah. Kanye, 1,000%. Okay, but Kanye. here's the thing. I am a diehard Swifty. Oh and yeah, Kanye did her dirty. Oh yeah, I'm I'm never a, I'm a Yay fan. I'm a Yay fan. Oh. I like he he's he's an icon. He's a legend. Like, I know something about that. Do you feel misogynistic after you listen to it? A little bit. I'm oh, not okay, gonna okay, lie. okay, a okay, okay. Bit. Yeah. No, I'm joking. Um, uh, I disagree with you both. I'm Pete Davidson all the way. Um, skinny tall white boys for the win. Here. Okay, but Kanye <laughs> bought the house next to Kim Kardashian. <laughs> and the song you can't about beating Pete movie. Davidson up. Yeah. Um, yeah like Pete's not doing that what is he saying a few jokes okay okay but you know that social media post like he posted this tiktok basically where his daughter's on by the way north uh yeah Kanye if you listen to this um I I'm on to you um he posed with like his new girlfriend or whatever how he did with the iconic picture of him oh, and Kim yeah. y'all seen that yes I did actually that's just messy he and Boy. I live for it I live for it that's so he's so funny like Pete is not out here doing it like okay, that Pete is so Pete funny he's funny like he, okay but like he, he's, he's not Kanye he's got like dead eyes but it's kind of good Okay, but he's not, here's the thing, he's not Kanye West and he'll never be Kanye West. Right, but West. like Pete Davidson is like ugly hot, you know what I mean? Ooh. Yes. I, Kanye is just ugly. Kanye, I don't think he's his ugly. His personality, 
Esther. His personality <laughs> makes him so ugly. I, I think I think he's hilarious. I, I think, think he, everything oh he does is absolutely hilarious. He's like a low-key narcissist. Low-key? Low-key? He's definitely high a high-key key narcissist. narcissist. He, he had has, that, what was it, that one concert where he literally was just like, he didn't really have the album finished for Donda, and he oh just stood yeah. around the stadium with a bunch of people around him. <laughs> him and Kim were divorced, and he showed, she showed up. She showed up. She wore that all that whole black suit or whatever. Oh, no. Remember that where her face was covered? Oh yeah. They were divorced and she pulled through. Okay. Yeah. It's time for her to have happiness with Pete Davidson. Okay, Kanye. Kanye it has gone through so many mental couple. breaks. Wait, wait, they're wait, a power wait. couple. Are Kim and Pete Davidson a thing? Yes. Yes. Wow. They're official. They That's are official. Weird. That's weird. Yeah. I don't think they work together. I don't think they fit together. I don't think like, they make sense. I think, head, wait, do you guys Kardashian? think it's publicity? Do you think, think it's publicity? publicity? I think okay. so. Okay, here's my theory. You know how it's like Kourtney Kardashian and like Travis ba Barker? Yeah. Oh, Travis Barker. Yeah. Like I think From Blink they're 182. like- Blink-182. Yeah, I think they're like supposed to be like a rip off of that. I think- They're a power couple. Off. You know, they Travis are. Barker and Kourtney Kardashian are what Megan Fox and uh, what is it? Machine Gun Kelly tried to be. Have so speaking of bad. which can't believe they're engaged dude oh my did God. you see how the engagement ring will rip her finger if she tries to take it off it's That's a spike in it crazy yeah there's That's a spike in it so funny. if she tries to take the ring off the spike will hurt her as she tries to take it off no. Imagine what? you gotta like wash your hands or do the dishes or something. Oh, I'm acting like Megan Fox does the dishes. <laughs> um, no, I'm just saying that like like what the heck? Oh my god! I mean, to each their own. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. She also like calls him her storm fly or something. Yeah. I don't even know. Wow. Whatever. No, I back to uh, Kanye and Pete. I think I'm Team Pete, Esther. I'm, I'm team, team Pete. I'm y'all are wrong. I'm Team Kanye all the way. All right, He's I think that we have to do a agree to disagree on this one. Yeah, and we'll we'll Heavily circle back disagree. to it <laughs> after this podcast. We're circling back to okay, it. Um, so this was our first episode of the Dear Abby, Dear Abby podcast. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I'm Hope really you guys excited. enjoyed. Yeah. Um, I want to say again, if you guys are looking forward to doing a podcast or you're trying to make a podcast or you we also create magazines. Yeah. If you're just mm -hmm. trying to learn about it. Yeah. Like come the by mechanics journalism. behind it. Come by room 2342. Yeah. If you're really trying to get into the class, I would say come here and talk to Mr. Wyman. He will give you some solid advice. He's a cool dude. Um, if you guys have any questions that you want us to answer mm -hmm. in a future podcast, our yeah. Instagrams are going to be linked on the Deer Park yearbook page. Yep. Um, we're also going to, we run through the Deer Network. So if you guys want to check out any of our work, um, we're also going to be putting out a magazine later this year yeah. yep. that we're all really looking forward to. We mm -hmm. all wrote stories. Um, it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be emotional. It's going to be funny. It's going to yeah. be artistic. Creative. I would really encourage you whenever you see those printed out and around the school to pick one up, support our class, support what we do. Mm -hmm. If you want to hear more of this podcast, I would very highly encourage you to go pick some up and just you know show us your love yeah. uh follow us on instagram and i think that's it i think yeah. we'll uh we'll see you guys next time all right bye, bye. guys